Hey, good morning. It was Rabbi Khan. So we are on Lamed Bey's Ahmed Aleph. Um, just to recap, what we talked about a little bit yesterday was um, we started off with the Mishnah. The Mishnah seem the Mishnah from Makos seems to be contradictory to our Mishnah in the sense that we've been talking about the concept of Kamrei the Rabbeinu, where basically it's um, um, basically if you're if you're someone is um, supposed to get two different penalties, and in this case we're talking about they're getting malchus, which is lashes, and a fine. The rule is generally you only give them one because they don't get two things for a single action. So our Mishnah had in here in Ksubas had said in a number of instances where they would get um, potentially malchus or kares and um, and the fine, they would get the fine. And back in 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 Gemara, Mishnah and Makos had said pretty much the identical scenarios, they would get um, malchus, they would get lashes instead of the fines. That seems to be a contradiction. So we went through a number of explanations, We from primarily from Ula, around whether what potentially our Mishnah is talking about Inara, a girl who was under 12, and the Mishnah in Makos is talking about a girl, a lady who's over 12 and a half, or if we're talking about a Shota, or if we're talking about Bafuta, which is seduction as opposed to rape per se. Um, but at the end of the day, we said that regardless of any of these things, what comes out of this is according to Ula, Ula would always say that um, someone who's in, who is Chayev Malkus and Chayev a fine would always get the fine unless there was a reason they weren't getting the fine. So then we asked, how does Ula know this? Where does he get it from? So the first example that we... Yeah. Contradiction between our Mishnah and Makos is exactly what? It's Makos versus Mask? Correct. It has the same exact cases. It has the same exact cases. So it says it says in both cases if you if a man rapes his sister in both cases and in our case it says gets a fine and in there in Marcos it says gets whipped. So it has nothing to do with like get not get you don't get those two. There's, there's a partial penalty. That's not what the contradiction. Right now we're we're not saying that the reason we didn't say that the reason you get one or the other is because of the harshness of it. The Gemara generally is of the opinion that the harsher penalty is the monetary penalty. So as a result, um, our, so, but we never said that the reason, the con- reason for the contradiction is in our, one case we think it's one way harsher and one case we think it's the other way harsher. The explanations we gave us the differences was that either there are two different scenarios, you know, age is different, or what Ula was saying was that the real difference there is that there, for whatever reason, there would not be a monetary penalty. So if there was a monetary penalty in addition to the, in addition to the Malkus, they would get the monetary penalty. So it was, it's, it's because it's right. So he was saying if there was two there, they would only get the same penalty. But there is no two. So that was what he, what he was trying to prove. So the first case that we tried to use to prove that. So he, so basically he has this general approach. So we said, how do we know this general approach? So we started off by saying the case of Chovel. Chovel is where someone wounds another person. And in that case, they're Chayev, potentially two different categories of penalties. The first is they're Chayev Malkus for um, whipping another person or hitting another person or injuring another person. And that you learn out from the case of um, where the Bezdin is Chayev to give Malkus to someone else, if they give any extra, they're Chayev, and that, that's where it applies to the 
Besden itself. So you learn from there that it applies to a common person as well. So if person A hits person B, they're high of Malkus. But in addition to that, there are the five categories of monetary damages that also have to be paid. We have to they have to pay for um, for embarrassment and for healing and for time they couldn't work and for um, nezek. You know all the you know these five different categories. So 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 what emerges from that is that there are both things again in the case of Chovel. However, they in Chovel you the rule is is that we learned out that the rule is that you still pay the money. So we say maybe by Chovel is like the is the classic case, and you learn all other cases based on Chovel. So we we said Chovel isn't you can't use Chovel as the example. The reason you can't use Chovel as the example is. That if you want to say, you know, like we said, that the Gemara is of the assumption that paying the money is the more strict penalty. Um, no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, paying the paying the money is the leniency, right? Getting the getting the lashes is the more strict penalty. Um, so no, I said it wrong. Paying the money is the more strict penalty according to the Gemara. So why in this case would you give the more strict penalty? And the reason is because there's actually five things as opposed to one thing. You're paying five different things. Um, but if you want to say that the paying the money is the is the more lenient thing, the difference is in the case of Chovel that there's that there's an exception to the rule. The exception to the rule is that we know Bezdin is allowed to give Malkus when appropriate. When Bezdin is commanded to give Malkus, they're allowed to do it. So because there's like the, there there's a there's a soft spot on both directions, you can't really use Chovel as the example. So now we're going to move on to the next example. So we're starting from Ella. Gemar me'edim zomimim, which is um, really almost uh, almost a little bit lower than the middle of the page. The first word on the line is Ella. Um, Ella gemar me'edim zomimim. So maybe we could learn this out from edim zomimim. But just to remind ourselves, edim zomimim is a case where um, there's uh, two witnesses come and they testify that person A um, owes money to person B, or they saw an action between person A and person B. And another set of witnesses say, um, say not so much that they're contradicting their testimony, but they're saying there's no way you could have seen person A do X with person B on Monday at three o'clock in San Francisco because we saw you on Monday at six o'clock in New York. So you couldn't have been in that place at that time. So they say that there's no way that they, they could have witnessed that. So the rule is in that case that, um, the, the, the halacha is, is that, you know, asitaloka shares so that they have to, the witnesses that are declared Adam Zomimim, they get the same, um, impact that they tried to do to their friends. So if they wanted their friend, if they were trying to set up a scenario where person A would have to pay $200 to person B, they're chayev to pay the $200. That's their penalty. In addition, because they're testifying falsely, um, testifying falsely comes with Malkus, right? So the two, so in theory, Adam Zomimim is a scenario where you might get two things. You would get the, the lashes of Malkus because you're testifying falsely and you get the Adam Zomimim penalty, which is a monetary penalty if you're testing it in a monetary case. So my Adam Zomimim, the Ikam Mamunu Malkus, in a case of Adam Zomimim where there's potentially both things, in that case, the rule is, is that they would get, they would have to pay the money. They would have to pay kasher zamam. They would have to pay the $200, but they don't get, um, they don't get the uh, malkus as a result. Maybe we should use 
um, as the prototypical case to say all other cases of this are the same and it's all based upon you get one but which one do you get so you'd say alright by where there's two the one that you get is a monetary one right that, that's always so that's what we're trying to prove is that Ula said that that's what happens so we're trying to find like how do we know this like what's like the proto- prototypical case that all other cases are based upon so we started with Chovel, that didn't work. Now we're starting with Adam Zomimim. So the Gemara doesn't like this case as well. Mala Adam Zomimim, Shekane, Adam Srichem Hasra'a. So when it comes to Adam Zomimim, so in most cases, when someone's about to do something that requires um, getting Malkus, they have to be warned ahead of time, right? So in our case, when it comes to Adam Zomimim, there is no warning here. Like there, it's, it, there, it, there is no requirement for warning. So what happens is, is that when the second set of witnesses comes along and they testify that there's no way you could have been in San Francisco at six o'clock on a Monday. There is no warning necessary. They just, they just contradict their testimony. So that's different. And if you, and, and again, we, we're starting off by saying, just like we did by Chovel, we're starting off by saying is that we assume that paying money is more severe. So the difference here is that what the reason we have them pay money is that in this case, there's no, maybe it's because there's no warning involved. And if you want to say that paying the money is the lenient way to go, um, the difference here is that there really was no action that happened here, right? So it really was this, the first set of witnesses testified against the um, uh, that something happened. And then this other set of witnesses came along and they contradicted them before anything actually happened. The rules by Adam Zomimim is that it does, it only works if it's before the actual result happened, right? So if the result didn't happen, right, there really was no act, no action here. So maybe Adam Zomimim isn't a good, a good case because either we have, you know, again, we have two soft spots. Either there is no warning involved with Adam Zomimim or B, because there really was no action. It's not like the case of rape. It's not like the case of anything where person A did something, actually something happened to person B. It really was something could have happened, uh, but it actually didn't happen. So if someone is going, so typically the way it works is those, the two, there has to be witnesses that warn you, don't do, don't, Person A, don't murder person B, or you're going to be high of this thing. That's how it works. That's the warning. And then if he goes ahead and does it, right, then he's subject to the death penalty. That's There are many reasons why it's very hard to actually get the death penalty. One of the reasons is, is that because you actually you actually have to be warned by witnesses before you go ahead and do it. There's no warning. There's no warning. He went ahead and did it. He went ahead and, you know, he people testified. There's not like people said... Don't testify falsely, you know. It's really just saying that, because again, they're not contradicting their testimony. They're not saying person A didn't lend money to person B. They're saying there's no way you could have done this, you could have witnessed this because you were not there at that time. That's, it's not warning. Are we saying in the case of Chovel, is a warning or that's completely In the case of Chovel, in theory, there potentially is a warning. But, um, but you know. It doesn't matter. It's really more that, you know, if you, if once, you know, again, for the facts on the ground, it's really more that the soft spots around Chovel is that there's five monetary penalties on one hand. And the other soft spot is that, um, Bezdin is allowed to do hurt somebody in a, in, in a particular scenario.
So now the Gemara says, all right, we don't, we didn't like Chovel. We didn't like Adam Zalman. Maybe we can mix and match between the two of them to come up with our answers. Because again, we're looking for what's the prototype that lets us suggest that if we did, you know, that it applies to every case. What is common between them? They both have, you have a monetary penalty and they both have Malkus. In both of their cases, you pay the money, but you don't give the Malkus. Gemara answers, in um, the Gemara says, call hecha, therefore, call hecha the ika mamun malkus. You might say wherever there is a monetary penalty and malkus, mamun mishalev milka You should pay the money and not get malkus. But the Gemara doesn't like this. Why? Um, that even though we yes, we know that they have they have a common characteristic that about them. But there's also a soft aspect of it. You know, again, they both have, both of them have both, you know, we said there's two soft spots in both cases. So if we know there's two soft spots in both cases, we can't just strictly go by the fact that they have the one thing in common, which is if you don't, if you get both, you're only your chayef to pay the money. We know that they both have quote unquote flaws associated with them. So we're going to try something else. Ella Ula is Tachas, Tachas Gamma. Ula, it learned this from a Gzeira Shava. So the Gzeira Shava is from two psukim that have the word Tachas in them. The first one is Ksiv Hacha Tachas Asher Ina. So, um, so in other words, when he, when someone, um, rapes somebody, the Pusik says in it, um, it says, So if he has to, he has to pay a penalty to the father of 50, 50 coin, 50 shek, 50 kasef. He has to marry her, assuming she wants to go along, because he violated her. So he uses the word tachas. And when it comes to injuring someone, it says, ayin tachas ayin, right? We, we are familiar with that, right? So there, it has the word, Tachas in both cases. Mahasam mamona mishale milkalalaki. Just as in the case of wounding someone, injuring someone, right? You get money and you don't get malkas. You would pay the money and you would not um, get the malkas. So um, Ula's current point that we're going with is that it's not that we're trying to use Holdel. It's not that we're trying to use um, eight and seven. But we have Xerashava by the, by virtue of the use of the word tachas in two instances. And from there, we say, okay, the Xerashava teaches us that in all cases, just like in these two cases, you don't get money, you pay money, you don't get lashes. In all cases, you pay money and don't get lashes. So that was Ula. Now, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, he's going to try a different, completely different approach to the whole scenario. So, so again, starting back from the, you know, we have these two Mishnayas, one in Makos and ours. So Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Afilo Tema Nara. You know, if you remember, yesterday we said that one of the things that was suggested was that maybe in, in Makos is talking about a Bogaris, an older lady, right? It's not, not a, not a young girl. Um, Achosa Nara. So maybe we're talking about also in both cases, that in, in here, in our case, and in the Makos case, we're talking about a Nara. But the difference is, in Makos, um, we're, to- they're talking about a scenario where they actually warned him not to, they said, 
here's your warning, do not rape your sister, right? Um, but here, in our case, in Ksubos, there was no witnesses to warn him. So because they warned him and they said, if you warn your, if you rape your sister, you're going to get Malkus. Here, there was no warning about getting Malkus. So therefore, his suggestion is that in, um, in Gemara, in Makos, the Mishnah in Makos, because he was warned about Malkos, he's going to get Malkos. In our case, here in Ksubos, because he was not warned about Malkos, he's going to wind up only getting the fine. Alma Kasava Rav Yochanan, therefore what Rav Yochanan might be saying is, call Hecha Deika Mamna Malkos Vaasru any place where you're entitled to, where you're supposed, person is supposed to get both money, monetary fine and Malkos, and they warned him, Malkos Lake Mamona Lo you would get Malkos and not pay the money. So again, he says that the difference here is that in the Gemara, in the Mishnah and Malkos, because if he's warned about getting Malkos, he'll get it. In our case, where he's not warned, he'll only get the fine. In either case, he's only going to get one of the two things. The difference is whether he's warned about getting Malkos or not. So the Gemara asks, same like we did with Uluminale, Rabbi Yochanan. How does Rabbi Yochanan know this? How does he come to this conclusion? Amakra kide rish aso. So the Pasuk says that you do to him, um, kide rish, rish aso, according to his wickedness. Misham Risha Achas Risha So is a singular word. It doesn't say whatever the plural would be. It says he is, he gets, he gets, um, he's held liable for one bad thing that he did. So he's only Chaya for one Risha, not for two Risha Yos. So what that's telling us is you only get one penalty, not two penalties as a result. Usmihle, and right after that, the next Pasuk says, or a very close Pasuk says, um, the Samichle are Ba'im Yakenu. And right, you know, very close to that, it talks about the, the penalty of Malkos. So what he would, he's saying is that because he said, it's, at first it says, you only get one thing. And then shortly thereafter it says, and the thing you give is Malkos. He's, he's trying to say is that what the Pesukim are trying to tell us is, Yes, he only gets one thing, and the one thing he should get is Malkos, because the Pasuk right afterwards says, Arbaim Yakenu. The, the crime there is, is, um, any of these crimes. Let's say it's, it's rape, right? Or any of these crimes, right? Well, let's say it's, it's Chovel, let's say, because I think they're asking about Chovel, right? So let's say about Chovel. So it says, whatever it is, it says, you, you, um, you, you, punish him according to his wickedness. And then right after that, it said, meaning one thing, because it's used a singular language. And then right away, it says whipping, right? So it's all right, one thing, and it must be whipping, because it's all in the same context. Um, the Gemara challenges this. What about the Hare Chovel, the Chavero? We learned Chovel when it comes to the case of Chovel. The Ika Mamano Malkos, where we know that there is money and Malkos. We learned, like just a minute ago, Mamona Mishala Milka You only get the monetary penalty. You don't get the, the whipping, right? Um, the Chitema, and you, you might want to say, Haini Mili Hechadol Asrube. Maybe you're going to say, the answer you're going to give is that, um, maybe this is only the case where he wasn't warned. Alba Asrube. But if they warned him, Milka Lake, Mamona Lamishalim. Then he should get Malkos and he doesn't get penalty. So the question is, you know, we learned by Chovel that you pay the money and you don't, you don't get the Malkos. But 
Um, maybe, maybe what we say is that maybe that's the exception because the case there is that where he wasn't warned. The Ha'amar of Ami, Amar of Yochanan, of Ami quotes Rav Yochanan, um, that says, If a person, um, hits another person with the amount of damages that is less than a pruta, um, he gets, he still gets malkos. In other words, that what that's trying to show is a case where, um, there is no monetary penalty, right? Because if the if the damages wind up being less than a penny, there's nothing for him to pay. So what the implication there is that is that the you know normally we would say, um, and if there's monetary damages, he has to pay the monetary damages and not get the the malkos. But here we have a case where if he paid if the damages were less than a penny, he does not get the malkos because he gets malkos because there is no penny to pay. Zeichidami, what is the case here? Ido asrube. If they didn't warn him that we, he would get, um, he would get Malkos, Amailoka, why would we be allowed to, to give him Malkos in that case, right? So we said that the only reason he got Malkos is because the damage is less than a penny. How are you able to give him Malkos, um, if he wasn't warned? So he must have been warned. Elopshita the Asrube, he must have been warned. The time of the less pay shall be pruta. And the reason that you're not, you, you get Malkos and not paying anything is because the, the, the damages are less than a penny. But if he had damages more than a pruta, you might say that that's the answer. Um, the Gemara answers, We follow what Rabbi Lai says, um, Because with the Torah specifically, when it talked about Adam Zomimim, it specifically called out that he has to pay money. Similarly, by when it comes to Chalvel, when it comes to um, injuring someone, the Torah explicitly calls out that um, he has to be paid. We're going we're to talk about what this means. The Heichi Isma Rabbi and what what is he talking about? Aha, the following Mishnah: A people, a witness, come along and they say, "We are testifying about this person." That he owes another guy two hundred zuz. And that's the case that other witnesses come along and say, there's no way you could have testified this way. They should get um, whipped for their false testimony, and they should pay money for what they, the $200, $200 that they wanted the guy to lose. Because there are two different sukkim in this case. One pasta comes along and says, Yerchayev for Malkos for false testimony. Another pasuk comes along and says Yerchayev for um, for being an Eizomim. So it's not that you're having two penalties for the same scenario. It's trying to apply that there are two different things you're doing wrong here. Diver Rabbi Meir. That's what Rabbi Meir says. No, No, even though they may appear to be two different things, you still bundle them together, and whoever is paying. Doesn't get malkos. The neima call loka ain't a mishalim. But maybe the what you know, the, maybe the chachamim is saying call a mishalim ain't a loka. Whoever pays shouldn't get malkos. Maybe they should say it the other way. Anyone who gets malkos shouldn't pay, right? So, so still, how do we know which one you get? I'm Rabbi Eli. He answers this. drips Torah The Torah explicitly said by Adam Zomimim that they should pay money. It called out specifically on the case of Adam Zomimim that you should pay money, and therefore, that's what you ultimately do. So, Heichan Ribsa Torah, where did the Torah do this? Let's see what it says. 
that you should do to the guy like he intended to do to the other person. Um, and it uses the word yad biyad. Um, so what, you know, he should do, you know, he should pay, you know, hand to hand. Lamale. So why does it say yad biyad? Um, that it talks about something that goes from hand to hand. It means you pass money from one hand to the other hand. Um, similarly, by a cholda, by the case of a wounding. What pasuk does it say? If he inflicts a wound, something should be done to him. And then it says, It uses the term that he should, so should be given to him. Again, it uses the word nasina, given. Davrish yesh bonasina, something that is given. Ni my nihu, what is given? Mamon. Rav Yochanan, my time alo amrakula. Why did so Rav Yochanan went through all of this? Why didn't he just do the same thing that Rav Yochanan that Rav Ula did, where he had Xerah Shava? So his problem is imkain batalta ervasachosagale. That if you use Xerah Shava that teaches that you should pay money and not get malkos, then we have a whole pasuk. You know when it talks about the erva of of a sister. And that you shouldn't, you shouldn't do. And going to the top of, um, um, so therefore you might say you shouldn't do that because then you wouldn't need the whole talk discussion about the, 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 what happens to uh, someone who rapes his sister, um, or, or has error with his sister. Um, similarly, when it comes to wounding, um, you would, you would also, you would learn the whole reason that you, where we learn that you're not allowed to injure somebody is by the case of, when, when the best said if they give more malchus than, than are necessary. So therefore you might say as a result that you should, um, that whole thing would be nullified. Adam Zomim Nami, similarly by Adam Zomim. If you're, you know, if all you're going to rely on is the, is the Zereshava, Imkin Batalta, Harasha. Right? So in all these cases, we have Sukkim that say that you should be getting Malkos because you're doing these things. And if you're learning all of this from Xerah Shava, that all you're going to do is get a monetary penalty in that case, then you're you're kind of removing the need for all of those Sukkim. So, with this, so let's just wrap up quickly and we'll conclude. So, so all of these cases is a scenario where you could wind it out where, they're, they're, you know, you don't have the same, you don't have that monetary penalty. So by Adam Zalmimim, you have a case that someone could say that the Kohen married a um, a divorced woman, and they have a, a divorced child, or they have a, they married someone with a kotsa, which they're not allowed to do. But you, in that case, you don't make the Adam Zalmimim, even if they're a Kohen, you don't make them divorce their wife, right? Or you could also have a case where you're injuring someone less than a shavapruta. And when it comes to the sister, there could also be a case where there's a bogeris. So in all these cases, you might have a scenario where there is no monetary penalty and you're all, you're high of the actual malchus as a result. So therefore you don't need, you know, you don't, you're not losing the need for those psukim. You're just kind of put, you're just limiting it to more of a, a, a specific case. So with this, we'll stop. We'll pick up again next week with Rabbi Cohn. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.